don't be afraid. Lock the doors. Turn out the lights. And climb into bed. It's time for Hillbilly Dead Time Stories. Love is eternal. The idea that it goes on past our time in this physical world is found in folklore and stories all throughout history. Sometimes this eternal passion is not reciprocated. One lover leaves while the other remains, stuck in the thralls of romance for another that has no interest in doing so whatsoever. Their spirit is locked in the same place and situation as when the other left. This was the case of Jerusha Howe, the subject of today's episode of Hillbilly Dead Time Stories. According to legend, Jerusha Howe waits for the return of her one true love, a British sailor who may or may not have already been married. For 44 years she awaited his return, entertaining herself with her innate musical abilities as something still heard today. But her lover never returned to Sudbury, Massachusetts, where the Longfellow's Wayside Inn still remains. Her spirit appears to many guests inside room number nine, where she would have spent most of her time in life. Her apparition has been seen by many. Guests report feeling her at the foot of their beds, often awoken by her touch. The power of love and the hold over all of us, for some, is greater than others. The historic Longfellow's Wayside Inn dates back to 1707 and plays host to intrigued guests year-round. Originally, it was a small two-bedroom house for David and Hapisbah Howe, early English settlers to the area. They had occupied land previously inhabited by the Nimpok, the native people to the region. By 1716, David Howe had acquired a license to run a house of entrepreneur and as such continued his father's legacy. John Howe had been an innkeeper in the area before David built the historic building, running the Black Horse in Marlboro. The Howe family would continue to own the property for the next four generations, ending with the death of the confirmed bachelor Lyman Howe, also known as the Squire of Sudbury in 1861. Lyman was the sister of poor, lonesome Jerusha, who had died years before in 1845, many say of a broken heart. Throughout the years, the inn took on different names and many additions were made. Colonel Ezekiel Howe renamed it the Red Horse Inn and was used as a meeting place for soldiers during the Revolutionary War. Colonel Howe also added the back parlor, the west kitchen and the upper bedroom where it is said that Jerusha resided. 
1796, the name was changed to the Wilkerson's Tavern by Adam Howe. So where does the name Longfellow's Wayside Inn come into play? Well, in 1862, famed author Henry Wadsworth Longfellow took a long stay at the inn during the Civil War. He wrote Tales of the Wayside Inn in 1863 in the parlor room. Due to the poor condition of the building, he wrote a fairly sketchy review of it in his novel, but it bought fame to the old inn. In 1897, Edward Lemon purchased it and changed the name to Longfellow's Wayside Inn due to the story. Henry Ford purchased the building in 1923, renovating it and bringing other buildings dating from that time period onto the property. It became a home of orphan teenagers in addition to being an inn during this time period. Today, Longfellow's Wayside Inn is the oldest operating inn in the United States. Guests come from far and wide to enjoy the quaint scenery of Sudbury and historic 1700s decor. Many get more than they are asking for, however, when they are greeted by the old hostess of the guest house, Jerusha Howe took over responsibilities for her brother, Lyman, as he began to drink heavily. She would entertain guests with her stupendous piano playing, and she owned the very first piano in all of Sudbury. She was quite beautiful, and as such had many suitors. While this is all hearsay, as there are no portraits of her, it has been well documented by folklore throughout the ages. She was known as the Belle of Sudbury, and her hand in marriage was well sought out by many. One day an Englishman swept her off her feet and promised to marry her. But first, he would have to return to England on business. He would be back and said that the two would start a family together. Poor Jerusha waited. She waited for many years, but the Englishman never returned. Little is known about him, including his name, and as such there is no indication of where he went. However, Jerusha kept a diary and two short entries indicate a heartbreak. But Jerusha died alone and young at the age of 44 in 1845. Many believe it was a broken heart. As the end passed hands and the years went on, many guests began to see her spirit, often appearing in room 9 and sometimes room 4. Her spirit, still lonesome, often cuddles up to the male guest in the middle of the night. Many guests have seen strange lights in the parlor and in their bedrooms. Most chillingly, the sound of her piano can be heard reverberating through the old hallways. Copenhagen Waltz is her favorite, and it emanates from the thin air when the inn is the most empty. In an ode to her diary, many guests kept detailed records of the sightings of her, leaving their notes in the nooks and crannies of the hotels for others to find. Her perfume has smelt wafting throughout the hotel and has been for quite some time. She is not limited to her old bedroom and has been seen in the parlor, leaning on the fireplace in a blue dress, welcoming guests into the inn. Her hospitality lives on into the afterlife along with her broken heart. 
She seems to be a friendly spirit and desires company. Keep this in mind when you visit the Longfellow's Wayside Inn. Take on a vampire game. 